that new jigsaw company yo what's good america this your boy jigsaw blue we back with another episode of jigsaw and company you know we back on anchor the anchor app and we are on spotify google podcast excuse me we're working on the youtube so we can get the visual on and popping but if you haven't please download the anchor app and listen to jigsaw and company even if you don't listen to jigsaw and company there's a whole bunch of other podcasts you want to show love to get at a uh, get at a listen but jigsaw and company we drop every wednesday brought to you by puzzle me entertainment i'm sitting here with a long time friend long time brother <clears throat> i met this guy my <laughs> freshman year of high school it was me and my three homeboys we were sitting at the we were sitting in breakfast he was sitting at the other end and he was writing so i forgot how we got into the conversation but he was showing us he was showing us how to cheat he had took a piece of paper, was writing real hard on it, and then he would erase it. So it would be printed on the other sheet of paper that he that he was trying to write on. And he said he did that and he passed the test. I tried that shit years later and failed. <laughs> but I told and what I tell y'all when y'all looked at me, cause y'all look shocked, I said don't try this at home. <laughs> that was his exact word. And I walked off. Never knew he was going to be living in my neighborhood and that we were going to be cool. After that day, I seen him later on and been cool ever since. We didn't see each other have kids. We didn't see each other go through stuff. We didn't see each other mature. We didn't see each other separate. We didn't see a lot, bro. Like, so, yeah. But this is my guest. The R&B Stoner. The R&B Stoner. No, formerly known as, used to be known as Superstar with an A. Super. <laughs> Superstar. Super Give with it up. A. Give it up for the R&B Stoner out here. You know, this, we, we, now we, uh, we're trying to come up, do a little sound effects and whatnot. But how you been, man? I've been chilling, man. Been, been grinding. Been just pretty much living life, man. With this crazy, this crazy world we got today, you know, you ain't got no choice but to do make sure that the family's straight. <laughs> because if you don't, ain't nobody giving me no handouts out here. I promise you that. You I didn't see it that. all. I didn't see it all. Being from Fayetteville, a two six, a two sixer, you feel me? Mm -hmm. It's like, man, when you going for something, you gotta leave here. That's all I'm gonna say. And I've been telling that. people that. That's been a conversation now I've been having lately talking to people you gotta leave your hometown you got to as much as you love them as much as i love fayetteville and i love my city forever like i don't care where i go when people start talking about north carolina regardless i live in georgia now pursuing my dream mm -hmm. i still rock fayetteville i still tell them fayetteville got the best some of the north carolina i stand for my <gasps> state and my city that's fair and i tell them north carolina got some of the best singers that's where you're gonna find your real singers at mm -hmm. that's where you're gonna find some of your your good preachers at. That's where you're going to find some good cooking at. Oh, yes. And you know what I'm saying? That's where you're going to find one of the best rappers, J. Cole. And I'm going to always say that. Until he put me in the casket. <laughs> I promise you. So we got 
Aubrey Stoner, singer, soon you, to be actor. Yeah, businessman. Entrepreneur. Clothing line. You got the clothing line dropping. We, we're going to start off with your music. Because we, we had a... Yeah, man, Bricks. We had a we had a uh, we had a nice group. Let me tell you something about that Bricks, right quick. Okay. You remember that beat, right? Right. You know we should kick ourselves right now. Well. We should kick ourselves and slap ourselves because we could have been rich. Because I was one day, you know, just pondering through fake YouTube, <clears throat> you know, listening to different songs. No, matter of fact, it was SoundCloud, mm. and a song came on, and I heard the the same beat that we did years ago from Bricks, and I'm like, mm mm. Guess who then made it a song and put it on a album? Oh. August Alcina. One of his earlier albums, bro. The same beat that we did before August Alcina was, was who out song? and oh, nobody no. knew about no. him. Here go. No. Whose song was better? Now I like that song. <laughs> okay. I mean August Alcina was better. His was on some more melodic like love. Mm. We was on some more like I'm so, done with you and it's going in a casket. So bricks, you are another brick to in my, my in my wall. my wall. Yeah, bro, in like my wall. boy, I bet you we rejuvenated that song, boy. To That's this generation, to a newer beat, with know, the new creativity of my brain, and where your brain is. See, we were still young. We didn't know what we was doing. We just was. But now we been through. Some we didn't been through it. Now we didn't learn the craft of music. I uh, feel music. I'm like, when I listen to music now, I listen to music way different than I used to, especially. When I took my journey to Georgia, mm -hmm. that's where it taught me how to <clears throat> what, appreciate. So what you mean? You uh, you have a new way of listening now. Uh, okay, basically, when I say I got a new way of listening, because you know I left here around about 2015 after Mike died, my cousin Big Mike died. R.I.P. Mike, you feel me? Like uh, after I, after he died, you know I had to leave. Like I felt like wasn't nothing else left here but my mom, and my dad. Even though I had homies, even though you know what I'm saying stuff like that. I felt like wasn't nothing left here because I was starting my dream, you know what I'm saying, after living a hobby. Mm -hmm. And the hobby was the military. Okay. It was a hobby to me, but it was a job that I had to do, and I did it, and I served, and I, I'm proud of what I did. You Thank know what I'm saying? So I don't take that away, but my passion and everybody even in the military knew it. Why are you here? You a singer. I sung at everything. I sung the national anthem at my graduation, AIT. Anytime we deployed, I was they were putting me up for talent shows. I was known all the time, every time, for singing. Wherever we went, it didn't matter. Just climbing cell phone towers, still known for singing. Right. So it was like, I already knew where my passion was. And everybody kept saying it. People climbing cell phone towers. Bruh, why are you hanging up here? And you got that voice. You don't got to be hanging up here risking your life, bruh. You know what you could do with your voice? I'm like, yeah, it sounds good. But until that day happened, you know what I'm saying, it ain't. Right now, I got to do what I got to do to take care of my kids. So, at that time, you was... I was... Was you looking forward to just dropping your lap? Pretty much, I was looking... I was in denial. I, I was in denial. This was before. I was climbing cell phone tower before Mike had dropped, made right. me jump in. Because he tried for seven years to get me in the studio with him. And I never did it. I was doing the military. So, these were people telling me this in, like, 2014. Why are you doing this? And I'm like, bro, whatever. Like, I wasn't making no songs. Then, when I got out... And started getting my disability for the military. Then that's when me and Mike started working. Mm -hmm. And he used to make me sit in front of the computer. Like he had been and wrote the whole song. But he had made me sit in front of the computer. He would go to sleep behind me. And tell me, 
wake me up when you come up with something. And I used to just sit there and listen to a beat and I couldn't even. It was like, I'm just sitting there like, what am I supposed to see? A word come up? Like, <laughs> I didn't know how to start it all. I knew how to sing. I know how to hit many different ranges and, you know, all of that. But I didn't know how to format a song, even though I listened to him, because I was listening to him, but I wasn't listening to him. Understand. If that, if that makes sense to some people. Because some people just listen to a song, and then... You couldn't hear it. In reality, when they listen to it again, they be like, dang, I ain't no such thing we're talking about that. Dang, I listened to it the other day, and then you pay... Because you yeah, didn't pay and attention to that. And then also, when you get uh, when you get to a certain point of listening, like, like you say, listening, the difference of listening and hearing music... Right. You can hear, especially if you actually know music, you can hear different artists and whoever doing that song. Right. Like, you can hear Quavo and that ape shit when Beyonce spin. Quavo wrote that wrote that verse. Right. Quavo probably wrote a lot of things. Quavo, he does. Mm -hmm. He got Sway. You can, like I said, you can hear Sway Lee. Mm -hmm. He's that type of artist. So, honestly, I get Sway what Lee saying. already wrote something for him. <clears throat> that's, that's he, he did Formation, right? Mm -mm, he did uh, Lemonade. Okay. The one where they had the woman coming out of the water and all that. Mm -hmm. He wrote that. He he did. Did he do the joint with uh? She was talking about uh, something in the car. The Red Lobster joint. That's the one I'm talking about. I thought that was Lemonade. That's the one that's talking about Becky, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the one he wrote. Okay. Yeah, he's smart. He's smart. He really he's smarter than Jimmy Jimmy Lee or Jimmy Neutron or <laughs> Jimmy Longlegs. I don't know what they call him, but he's smarter than him because he just get robbed by white girls all the time. That's kind of stupid. Oh shit! That's what he be doing. That's what he be doing. Falling asleep and my bad. I'm sorry. Did I put that business out there? Oh well. But um, yeah, Sway Lee. Much much love to you, bro. Much love to both of y'all, but I'm just saying, some people got to make the better choices right? in the tabloids. And I can't wait to be able to get to the tabloids so I can show them how you're supposed to make a LeBron James appearance in this world exactly. instead of uh, a Ray Carruth uh, uh, appearance. You feel me? I'm sorry. You're going to have to shoot a lot of guns out here. <laughs> um, Yeah, that's all I'm saying is because if you look at LeBron, yeah. As much as they hate on him because he is who he is and he, he didn't switch teams, whatever. That's my boy. It's his choice. He do what he want to do. Um, you hating on him, but he do so much positive stuff. He does a lot. And, of and he, you ain't seen him have no accidents with being a cheater and none of that. But some of the ones that they praising, then then had a whole bunch of stuff going on with him. You feel me? Like so, it's just like I don't I don't see it. So that's that's what I mean when people need to make better decisions in life. You know what I'm saying? But the way that I listen to music now is like, I don't know. It's like I fall asleep in it. It's like me. It's like me being in a cloud and I just fall into it and let it just cover me. Mm -hmm. So pretty much I fall into the beat. I let the beat let me ride. You know what I'm saying? So when I listen to artists, I'll be catching little new ideas and stuff. Like when I moved to Atlanta, I ain't going to flex. I had a song and a duet gave it to me. He wrote it. But he, he gave it to me because he said he wasn't no singer. I sung it. It was good. The first round was good, but I redid it, and it sound even better. I'm... Yeah. Where she at? I'll wait till she come back by. I'll let her know. I'll be in there. But, uh, yeah, I was listening hold to the music. On, Yo! Yeah, 
What's good, bro? Shakula, man. What's good, Ricky? Not much in here with Marcus. Tell a nigga I say what up. What up, bro? What's good, man? Uh, Beavis is uh, uh, the homie uh, Lamar. He used to run with us back in the day. But now we, uh, we're doing a podcast right now, man, so... Uh, I'm gonna hit you back. Alright. Alright, man. See what that was about. But, alright. Back, back, back. Music. So, as a, uh, as a R&B artist, do you feel like, uh, do you feel like y'all lane is, like, shortening up? Cause, like, it's, like, I mean, you do have some R&B artists out there, but they're not as, like, mainstream anymore. Right. As far as rapper. Do you feel like y'all lane is, it's, I feel like it's an open lane. Cause you know what I'm saying, uh, I, you know what I'm saying. It's it's like it's an open lane because really ain't no R and B being put out. That's true. Recently, <clears throat> I mean, only R and B I can really say being put out recently is like I'm gonna say her. She she dope. I love her. Like she dope. Like she has the essential R and B. You know what I'm saying. I'm not gonna say Aaliyah, but I'm gonna say if we was in the '90s. That's where her would have been. Okay. Because she got that dope, different feel. Like, she switches her songs up. They don't stick on the same lane. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And, you know, on the men's side, can't really say there's too many left. Like, that that's new coming out or that's been out in the last couple of years because it's only been the same ones holding up the game. Pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Huh? It's pretty much. Let me tell. Last let me tell year. Tell I'm being them. Um, I'm doing an interview. No, for real. For his podcast. My dude's looking out. My dude's <laughs> know what's going on in this crib. <laughs> she knows hot box to shouty. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The, la- last year. Well, who was I listening to last year? As far as like, R&B I've been wise? listening to her for the last two years. Uh, Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar dope. He had. He's I, dope. I, 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 oh. Black, black, is black there. holding up. Black is holding up R and B in 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 my just because of what they doing now. Because like R and B ain't R and B right now, so it's like yeah. they rapping and they you know they singing. It's like and the singers and the rappers are singing and they rapping. That's so it's true. like nobody is sticking to their yeah. own lane right now. You don't know who you listening to one day. You know what I'm saying? You don't know if this is a rapper or a singer. You feel me? Like I don't get it. I don't get yeah. it. Nobody's sticking to their own lane. So it's like, you can't say nothing to me that I'm a, a singer. What's up? It's just like, I don't, I don't know, man. I like black. You know what I'm saying? I listen to his whole album, Free Black. Mm-hmm. Dope. I listen to it back and forth, forward and back. Obviously, Tank. Um, I was listening to P&B back, what? Last year when he came out with that um, EP, no, it wasn't even last year. It was the year before that. Cause the one last year was I right. catch the vibe was I. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't my favorite. But it's like R and B got its gaps for somebody mm-hmm. to step in there mm-hmm. and really be like, that's what R and B supposed to sound like. And that's what I've been told by my music mm-hmm. that you are sounding like what real R and B. You you really bring a real R and B back. And it's like the middle aged people that 
really be grasping to my music quicker. The older women, the older dudes, older men, OGs, mm-hmm. they be always coming up to me. Stick what you doing, bro. I love your music. Cause so you so you saying you have like a certain feel. Cause you know you got that you you have that '90s feel, which it was somebody recent that gave me that '90s feel. I can't remember the name. Oh, Eric Ma- Billinger is dope. Mac Wiles. Uh, his last EP. Uh, I ain't even listen to none of his music. After, I ain't know he sings. I thought he rapped. Oh, no. Nah, he, he sings. Um, oh, I listen to Russ. Russ dope. Uh, he independent and he dope. You gotta, you gotta really listen to his music, though. Like, <clears throat> he be really talking about a lot of stuff. Like, he be, he be, he be taking a dump on the music industry, talking trash that basically I'm independent and I'm making just as much money as y'all niggas that sign. And I do what I want. He make his own beats. He produces his own stuff. He get his own self signed. He was the only person that was independent that made a song for 365 days. One song every day. And was booked and sold out with no label behind him. He's still wow. independent and ain't took no deal. Shit. Yes. He produces and writes his own <clears throat> stuff. And he mixes and masters and everything. If you watch one of his videos, uh-huh. you'll see him showing himself in playing all these different characters, making the beat, recording himself and all that, and do, talking trash. Do you see yourself doing that? As far as, like, making, uh... I mean, I want to, because I went to school for it twice, but I never stuck to it, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta walk up to the house. Stupid. Walk up to the house, you walk up to any dope. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> bang, bang. There you go. There's the sound effects. Oh, <laughs> no, I did it myself. Bang, bang. There you go. Uh, I'm sorry. That's the weed talking. Oh, shit. Um, but yeah, man, it's like the lane, the lane is the lane is open, bro. Mm-hmm. It's open. You just gotta, it's just for the taking. That's why. I'm coming at another approach, you know what I'm saying? Even though I'm doing this acting, you know what I'm saying? I got 10 months for that, but I'm going to still shake up the music game because I got two music videos out. One got 12K views and the other one got like maybe two, but I got 12 more songs that people ain't got no visual to. Okay. I could be killing them just along with just dropping visuals back to back to back. So... Without starting the third project that I'm about to start on. What makes you different? I speak the truth. Okay. And I don't talk about nothing that I ain't never done or nothing I ain't never had. Like, I'm not going to talk about nothing. I might say, I'm going to give you this in the song, or I want to give you this, but I'm not going to say, I got this, and no, I don't do none of that. I tell the real. I talk about my life. Pretty much. You ain't going to get no water down. You ain't going to get nothing fabricated none of that on the struggles of a silent man from one to eight it was real straight from the head straight from the heart if you listen to him you could tell that it was real so if you trying to get somebody to listen to your music what would be the first song that you would let them listen to oh well because i have two projects out <clears throat> i got the birth of mj daddy's girl when did um, that drop may 14th this year uh-huh Okay. Yeah, it dropped on, I want to say Marley was, hold on, what is she now? She nine months. I want to say she about five or six months when I dropped it. I dropped on her like a six-month-old day or something like that. And what was the name of the first one? 
Um, the first one was named Struggles of a Silent Man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And it's a cover where I'm flicking off a building and it says, it's got different signs up there. It look like a, yeah, I got it made like a, um, like a, um, store building, like, you know, like a food line or something like that. Uh-huh. And it looked like I'm standing in front of a store, but I'm flicking off these signs on there. And then when you see the signs, people was like, yo, like. You see the definition on that. I'm flicking love, off love. Loyalty, trust, liars, friendship, betrayal. Yeah, I'm flicking off all that while I got money in the pocket and I'm trying to secure a bag with the blood in my hand that turns into a leaf. Flicking oh. them off. Okay. And I pretty much just told him what I was talking about and he pretty much made made the vision. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy and um off uh IG. Ink 360. Nigga got dope, dope cover <clears throat> art. He did my, my logo. Was that that is that that's your tattoo, right? Mm-hmm. Straight out my only thing he missed was the middle finger. So okay, yeah. So he he dope. He's super dope. He did my birthday MJ too, with me and um me and my little one. Like literally, he did this, and then me and her took the same type of picture. I just told him my daughter, she little, whatever. I said make me a cover. He made the cover. Like that, and it's like us looking at the city, you see, with God hand, the rainbow. But we looking at the city, you feel me? And it's like we looking to where we headed to, okay? So the next one, we're gonna be in the city, okay? And she's gonna be walking, she's gonna be holding my hand, and it's like we're gonna be walking, and it's gonna be called Growing Up with MJ, Daddy's Princess, okay? And then her last one is gonna be called Life of MJ, Daddy's Queen. And then we're going to be probably standing in front of the house. The cover art. It's oh. going to be like steps, but it's going to be paying her tuition one day. So I'm thinking smart. Super smart. You know what I'm saying? You supposed to play that. And she got one. Her song is one of the most favorite. I mean, like on her EP, people love this one. The Struggles of Silent Man, they love it too. But a lot of people found out about The Struggles of Silent Man when I dropped The Birth of MJ. Okay. Crazy. I had to drop a second okay. project. For people to really realize, oh, he did have that. Like, yeah, as many times as I put back. the links up, go download this, niggas retarded. <laughs> you know, they need a coloring book. You know, with, with, you know what I'm saying? They need pictures. You feel me? And I was giving them pictures. But by the time I dropped this, people told me they have this on repeat. They got people on it. People sent me snaps playing my music. All of this. A female got pregnant off of one of these songs. The one that's getting played on the radio. Okay. She got What's pregnant off this song. Freak. Freak. It stands. It's F. R. E. A. K. Okay. It stands for feeling real erotic adventures. Knowing, I mean, you know what you're getting yourself into. Mm. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, I came up with That's it. That's dope. Off the fly, I, he was like, "Freak, yeah," but put dots in between it. He was like, well, "What is those stand for?" I was like, <laughs> "Feeling real erotic adventures." Knowing, he was like, "What that mean?" know what you're getting yourself into. So that means you're a freak. Because <laughs> <laughs> a freak always know what they're getting themselves into, right? That's true. Okay, then. That That's true. what a freak stands for that in my true. dictionary. <laughs> so when the world get to know, they're going to be like, wow, I didn't even think of it like that. You is a freak. You is a freak because you know what you're getting yourself into. Wow, that's that's a, that's a dope. And that's the that. that's the that's the one that everybody loves, bro. Everybody, men, women, and they ain't got no cussing in. That's the only thing I did different 
from my first EP to my second EP. I had a lot of cussing in there. I ain't gonna flex. I got the clean parts of it, but I didn't get to put it on there. I'm probably the only EP that probably dropped that got cussing at the beginning, explicit version, and then the bottom part is like, where's the cussing go? <laughs> Did he mix them up? No, I couldn't put them all on there because I was trying to put every one of them on there, the explicit and the clean, but uh-huh. Distro Kid wouldn't let a nigga do that. You know, I ain't got that kind of pull. You know what I'm saying? I gotta have a label to do that or, you know, be distributed where they can add that stuff like you know how they do on the album yeah but i couldn't do it so i was like man forget it they gonna like it this way or, or whatever i don't care you know what i'm saying and i put it out and it's like i said when i put my next one out it wasn't gonna have no cussing on but then you know my wife got pregnant and i was like man my next album gonna be dedicated to my daughter and i'm like what is it gonna be called and then she came up with the name marley jane you know what I'm saying? If anybody want to know, yes, correct. If your brain clicked on, it is right. Marley Jane. I like Bob Marley. I like Mary Jane. Marley Jane. Since I couldn't have a Marcus Jr., I got a Marley Jane. Still, MJ. MJ. Hey, see? It all, worked she, out. it all worked out. So, MJ, so I was like, birth to MJ, daddy's girl. What a coincidence. I birthed my own child on the sidewalk. So now it means even whoa, more. Whoa, 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 You didn't know that? No, you gotta. You didn't know that? No, I did not. How you didn't know that? You didn't follow me on Facebook? No, I did not know Bro, that. Bro, we all over Google. Morris Chestnut shared our story on his Facebook. That's how much it got shared. That's how much it got be. We two pages on Google right now. Look. Let's just check this out. You type her name in. You tell him, boy from Ant City is on the news, bro. We was on the news all Thanksgiving on Fox 5 in Atlanta. I birthed my own child, cut the cord and everything. See? Disabled vet delivers his baby on the sidewalk. Disabled vet. Disabled vet. Disabled vet. We in the UK. Daily Mail UK. Look. Wow. Look, VTO, look. She's a star already. That's not, that's her show and tell for, for the rest of her life. To be able to say she's on the news. And she's in on Google. Google me, baby. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, so I birthed her. That's why we have that kind of connection. Like, she's all over me. She won't let me go nowhere. Like, and she copies anything I do. And she loves music. When we riding, I know how to get a quiet. I play a certain song. She hear instruments and stuff. She quiet or she dancing. That's beautiful, man. Because you, you don't see a lot of us. Right. Like, willingly wanting to take care of our kids. Right. Shit, take and care of people that's not our kids. Right, and you already know I done done a lot of that. You knew me for that. I was the community dad. This is my this is my biological blood, so it was like, yeah, that was yeah. the most, that's the best story that you can ever tell anybody. That's it's it. my first, and I birthed her on the sidewalk. You feel me? Like, when, when life get good, I'm gonna go back and buy that neighborhood. That little project area, mm-hmm. just so we can have that sidewalk and it's gonna be called Marley's Place. That's beautiful. And we ain't going to let nobody live in it. It's just going to be her. It's going to be like her her own little museum, a little historical museum. You was birthed right here. Wow. If they don't gentrify it, because, you know, T.I. and all of them is gentrifying the whole west side. So I don't know if it'll still be there. But, yeah, on that sidewalk. Story's up there. Tell so, mama to go watch it. She'll be proud. So does... Does the hunger make make it different 
Oh, much different. Much different. Being that, uh, being that, because like I said, you, you was, you was doing music, but then having a daughter, knowing that you have, you know, I, I, I have to provide, I right. have to show you what mm-hmm. a man's supposed to be. Yeah, and it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't all good, man, because when they, when I met my, this is how I met my wife, crazy, you're going to be like, wow, that's another crazy story. We met through Facebook. A Facebook message, bro. She sent me one message mm-hmm. and said, "You give me a chance, bro." She, no, not bro. She didn't say bro. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely wouldn't have uh, took that <laughs> took that up. Like you calling me bro? Nah, I'm good. I'm good, Shawty. You might be a man. Um, <laughs> no, she was like, "If you give me a chance, I promise you, you won't regret it." And I'm like, "Man, whatever." This is my after I then came back from you know, not had a heart attack. You know, I didn't. 30 minutes from death. You know, I didn't see it at all. You, I mean, you knew that, didn't you? Right. You knew the heart attack. Okay, yeah. the heart attack from giving up cigarettes. Yeah, yeah I'm, I've been three years, about to be in December, three years cold turkey from them, them tobacco. Hell no. Not the way to go. So I'm happy for myself. You know what I'm saying? And I was homeless, you know what I'm saying, for like six months after the heart attack. I was living out of my truck in Atlanta. And I kept telling them, oh, I'm not coming home, bro. I'm not coming home. I'm going to make it. This is my dream. I'm not coming home. If I come home, it's not going to, I might as well give it up. Because if I come back home, I'm not going to have that drive. No, I'm not coming home. I don't care if I got to stay in my truck. I don't even care if I got to stay on the streets, bro. I'm not coming home. I got it. God got me. God got me. You already told me that, you know what I'm saying? He gave his strongest test to a stronger soldier. So obviously I'm going through something for a reason. So I'm going back. But I had to come back because I was about to kill somebody. I ain't going to flex because they took my kindness too much for weeks mm-hmm. and didn't know I'm from Fayetteville. And we don't play. And like, we don't play. We a small we a small city, but. And we know a lot of people. We we cool with knowing, getting to know a lot of people that's plugged and that will plug you. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was not no threat. That was just telling you how we get down. Or get you unplugged. Or get you unplugged. You feel me? Plug or unplug. Whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? We do it all. But it was just like, yeah, man, I got to I gotta change life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I done seen a lot. I done seen niggas try to turn the gun on me for my money. You know what I'm saying? They didn't serve no country, but they want my money. You feel me? Like, I done seen people turn on me because I get somebody because now I'm not freely to go when I want to. Uh, I mean, I've seen a lot of stuff, man. But when I got my daughter, bro, like, and I hadn't went to church for three years since I was out there. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't find a church and my brain wasn't there. It was like, I want to get to this money. Mm-hmm. I want to get to this. So I need to get to the studio. I need to do this. I need to be going to school. And it was like, once I started going back to church, bro, a lot of things changed, bro. I mean, I know paying tithes don't sound a lot to everybody, but I mean, you can pay them in different ways, like by giving somebody some time, advice, help, blessing them with stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like me, even when, since, you you know what I'm saying, moving down there, I used to walk down the street when I was going to school the first time. And I used to get out $100 and I used to break it in 20s. I used to walk down and give it to each homeless person and tell them to go get them some good food for the day. Like. I did stuff even when I ain't have enough money to make sure our bills was good. But I may, I know that when you give, it, it returns. Comes. You don't know when it's going to come. But believe me, when it come, it come. And you you feel know, me? You and you will know. know, small 
little, big, real big, you gonna know, but I'm always blessing people. So it was like, I know that, you know, life gonna turn around eventually. It can't be like this forever. When I started going back to church, though, it just opened my mind. Like, I let a lot of stuff off. And I started seeing people for really what they is. Like, I've been seeing them for what they was. But now it's like, people know how to approach me. Mm-hmm. Some people won't approach me because they already know I'm too strong, man. They had too many so-called managers, so-called promoters thinking that they making me. But for real, at the end of the day, you ain't make me. I ain't make me. My mama ain't made me. God made me. Mm-hmm. My mama birthed me. So it's at the end of the day, nobody made me, and I'll never let nobody get that credit. I won't even let myself get that credit that I made my name. That's, that's smart. You know what I'm saying? And when I say that, they cringe, because that's a, that's what a snake will do. Mm. Mm, you know what I'm saying? That's what a facts. snake will do. You feel me? Big facts. That's what a demon will do. They don't want to hear that. They, wanna hear they don't want to hear no positivity, because when they hear positivity, it make them burn. That's big facts. So it's like nobody, I don't even have no friends, bro. I got one homeboy that I met out there when I started going to school back in 2015. Mm-hmm. And we were roommates. He from Florida. You know me from North Carolina. We met up with we roommates. Weird how we met because I smelled weed in the room and I had weed in my car. And I'm like, my roommate smoke. I'm like, nah, he don't smoke. Then I'm like, in my car one day, you no, know, I seen him at a gas station. He was like, hey, bro. You my roommate, right? Hear my mix tape, man. Listen to it. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Glove compartment. <laughs> That's what I did. Closed it. <laughs> and then, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the next day, I'm sitting in my truck. I'm in my car. And then I happen to look over and I see him doing the same little motion. I'm like, this nigga really do smoke. I was smelling weed. So he didn't have no guard. It was like the how high situation. Oh, but wow. I, you know what I'm saying? And, but I had guard and weed, and he was like, you got weed? I said, boy, I got weed and guard. He was like, oh, jumped over my car. We was cool ever since, bro, going out, getting lit, you know, smoking, uh, what is that stuff? Dab, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to flex. Had me a little couple of zannies every now and then. I was living the life out there in Atlanta. I'm telling you, when you go out there in Atlanta, it's a whole nother beast. It's like how they talk about Hollywood. Right. It's a whole nother beast. There's drugs black, everywhere. Black Hollywood. If you don't watch yourself, you'll be then fell into the lean, the lean crew. Because uh, everybody want to come down on lean. You know, I ain't going to talk from name, but yeah, you're on that too, you know. So it's like, come on now. Like, <laughs> you are a singer. You are not a rapper. Like, that, a lot of that stuff is rapper drugs. Singers don't need all of that. You can't do nothing when you're on lean Xanax, some some bump. You didn't bump the couple. No, you can't. We can't do nothing. You can't do nothing but stand there and look stupid. I'm just saying. That's the facts. I'm not gonna drop no names of people I didn't see that's signed that don't need to do no activities before they get on stage. But uh, we're not we're not gonna drop no names. I'm not I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Might stop me from getting a collab or something soon. I'm going to leave that to myself. You know, Lord said, if you can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing. All right. Or tell the truth and shame the devil. Right now, I don't feel like telling the truth and shame the devil. I just not say nothing at all. Tell the truth, shame the devil. All right, man. I have to. Because I seen the, I seen the, I seen the concert. Me and my, me and my wife seen the concert. And we was like, no, buddy. Chris Breezy, bro. Uh, I mean, I, uh, I, I kind of figured. Bro, his face sunk in <clears throat> and his live performance. 
was mm-hmm. horrible when he did that. Was it the title or the iHeart concert recently? It was just either this year or the last, the end of last year. And he did a pop-up show. It was like 45 minutes. It might be on YouTube. Buddy. You, buddy, can, you can look at it. Buddy vocals is ashy, boy. He said ashy. <laughs> but it was ashy, boy. <coughs> and then he didn't know some of his words. Oh, wow. Bro, I think he had just finished doing some activity backstage. I'm just going to be honest, man. And I, guess what? That's what they called me. My my homeboy, Rio, who I consider my brother because when I had the heart attack, I had to crawl back in the room and he the one called that ambulance. So it wasn't for him. Bro. On top of guy, boy, I was already sleeping on it, boy. I slept on it for seven hours and didn't know I was having a heart attack, bro. It was 12. After I stopped smoking cigarettes, I started having a heart attack 12 hours later. Wow. Like, I was the first person to ever heard that body reacted to it that quick of trying to shut down, bro. Shit. I had a hundred percent blood. I had a blood clot in my heart and a hundred percent blockage in my lungs. Bro, I was dead. You can't have a hundred percent blockage in your lungs and be up talking and calling the ambulance and walking yourself up to the stretcher and putting yourself on the stretcher for them. Then when I got to the hospital, they told me after they seen all that, you got 30 minutes. We got to get you to surgery. I had to call my mama and she rushed from North Carolina down the highway crying. I was the youngest person on ICU floor, 27, in Emory. They said, how are you here with 100% blockage in your lungs and blood clot in your heart? God. Man, they make you appreciate life more, right? Mm-hmm. And it made me know that that wasn't good for me. And he was trying to give me signs to stop that before I mess up my talent that he gave me. Mm-hmm. That's like destroying his property. And I kept telling him, I'm going to stop it because I know I need this I need my voice, you know what I'm saying, so I can pursue my dream. As soon as I get stressed, I go back to them cigarettes. As as all a lot of our people do. You, you feel me? So I use Mary Jane or I go to him. If I got a problem, I don't use cigarettes as a stress reliever. And you talk to him, he'll relieve it. You just got to believe it. And that's what a lot of people don't do. That's why I be trying to tell people. Because I'm like, on this thing of thinking that the Bible is fake and we know it's written by man and God ain't real and we crazy uh, for going to church and we believe in we believe in this person behind the pulpit and all that. Like these people is getting their own way of thinking about religion and about how you waking up. Last mm-hmm. time I checked, ain't nobody got no breathing machine that wake them up every morning. You close your eyes, but how do you wake up? Oh, okay. Just like y'all don't just like y'all don't believe. Just like y'all don't believe uh, in God, how you believe in air? Mm. But you know you can breathe, right? Oh, you mm. believe in oxygen, right? <laughs> but we sure can't see that. That's true. Unless you got oxygen taken. Last time I checked, ain't nobody walking around with them, except for old people. Or somebody that got some problem that needs to take care of. What kills me about a lot of people, they, they especially people that say they pray, but they still, they still worry and they still stress about whatever they pray for. Right. I don't worry about it, bro. You gotta, you gotta let. You it gotta go. let it go. If you don't let it go, he already know you. You're not yeah, believing. Exactly. You're not trusting him. And the only thing you need is faith on a mustard seed. If anybody know how big a mustard seed is, it's showing that big. And y'all be having faith in other people way more. Don't people, y'all be having faith in man, and man to call right back and tell you they can't do nothing for you and talk about you right, right behind your back. My mom always told me that not put your faith in man. You don't. I, I realize that. That's why a lot of things probably happened to me because I kept holding around the wrong people. 
Mm-hmm. And people kept telling me, let this person go. They're a leech. They're making you look bad just from their presence and their aura that we feel when we walk up to you. It's like they, they don't want nobody to get too close to you. And mm-hmm. I had to cut them people off and them same people I cut off got mad that I cut them off. Oh, it was their energy because... Because I'm they a- wanted to be with me because they knew I had greatness, so they wanted to go up. Because without somebody with greatness, you can't go up. And like I said, without hate, you can't be great. So, hey, if you ain't getting hated on, you ain't going to be great. That's what, that's what I try to tell a lot of people. I say You can't be no happy-go-lucky person that everybody loves. Everybody not going to love you. Every, I feel like every... Everybody fam, family don't love them. That's true. Everybody friends don't love them. Like so, at the end of the day, it's the same thing with that. Everybody don't. Everybody ain't gonna like you. Some people gonna find the wrongest things to hate you on. Mm-hmm. Even if you the positive person, you think you better than somebody. See, that's what they are gonna use. So at all times, they gonna always bring something up. There's no way that you can be a happy go lucky person. It's not all, gonna happen all the time. No, you ain't gonna be a happy go lucky person that everybody say, "Oh, he great." They always gonna have something to say about now, you. Look at LeBron James. They still say something about him. And he ain't had nothing bad, negative in tabloids or nothing. They're going to find something if they can't find nothing. But look at his toe. He got a black toenail. (laughs) Like, and they're going to put that up. (laughs) Bro, like, they find the most pettiest stuff. People think petty is cool. Petty is immature. They're going to talk about you when you're doing good. And they're going to talk about you when you're doing bad. And they're going to talk about you when you're not even doing nothing. They're going to talk about you when you're dead. Good no, or that, bad? No, no, that's when they go talk with well, some of them. Some of them. So they go talk good. I I notice a lot of people they they only talk about talk positive about people when they passed away. Yeah. Well, have you noticed when people die, they make the most money? Mm. Look at that woman that just sold them purses. That that white woman that just died. I forgot her name. That had them person that committed suicide. Her purses went up, boy. Look at when Whitney Houston died. Look at when Michael Jackson died. Look at when Elvis and all these other people died. Look at when our, when when actors die. They movies go up. Like, why you got to give me my appreciation when I'm dead to show me that I'm give great? Me my roses when I'm alive. Like, why you got to give me my appreciation <clears throat> when I'm dead to show me that I'm great? Why you couldn't show it to me when, when I was alive in my face? Like, I don't get it, bro. Like, I be looking at all that. Like, people ain't woke. When I say ain't woke, it's a lot of people still sleep. Mm. It's a lot of people still sleep to a lot of things. I ain't watched football in two years, bro. Only time I see football is because of Facebook or because of ES, not ESPN. Um, yeah, like Google or something like that. I see it, but I haven't watched football physically. And you know, I'm a diehard, well, former diehard Cowboys fan, <laughs> but now I'm not. I burnt my jersey. Oh wow! I put it on Facebook. I had people hate on me, bro. I put Second Amendment right. I put racial injustice. I put social equality. I put all lives matter, black lives matter. Get out, Dak. That's his new name. Get out, Dak. He he's starting in the new get out because he in the second place from what he said. Like you don't even care about your future, Plantation Jerry. You feel me, like? I said all of that. I burnt the jersey. I don't watch football. I ain't watched in two years. Since Colin Kaepernick, since the NAACP was doing Operation Blackout, that's when I started it. And I ain't watched football. And I was about to start watching it this year until they did that. And now I still ain't watched it. We don't watch football in my house unless it's college. Only thing we watch now is the NBA. Okay. That's it. 
because the NBA have stood for more than the NFL has. The NFL is a slave cage. Yeah. And all them, all, them, all them black NFL stars could have come together and make their own league. But they don't want to. Why? Because I feel like they lazy and they don't want to they don't want to put their own own effort into it. You got P. Diddy and Buddy that wanted to wanted to buy. Who was it? Wasn't Steph? Steph and uh Colin Kaepernick wanted some of it to get the Carolina Panthers. You know they ain't gonna let that happen. Because once that happens, guess what they're gonna do? P. Diddy and all them gonna get their other homeboys. Hey, you, you and you get together and get this team. You, you and you get together because they know once black people get together, we can own anything we touch. That's why white people are so feared of us. Mm. But they know we too dumb to come together because we always trying to compete with each other instead of being like the Spanish race and the Mexicans and sticking together. I was just talking about that earlier, Chinese, uh, how the Chinese people. Chinese and all of that. They stick together, but they look at our race like they're the most powerful. We was kings and queens back in, in, in history. Negro really stand for king. Back in the... That's what the white people used to call us. But they turned it into a hor- a horrible turn. A preacher told us that when she went to Africa. She said that's what it really stood for. So it really should, you really should tell them thank you when they say that. Mm-hmm. They're really calling you a king. People, like people, not woke. When I say people not woke, they not woke. I, I can see all the people that didn't sold their souls. Like Marlon, when you say wokeish, yeah, to a lot of people wokeish. That's what they do. Like I can see a lot of people that didn't sold their souls to the industry. A lot, yeah, a lot of them, because you can see how their career skyrocketed and ain't never got blemished, regardless of what the hell they do. That's that ill nana. That's that Illuminati. Oh yeah, that's what that is. When you got that much power, that's what that is. And yeah, it ain't it ain't worth it, bro. Like I told you, they was like, bro, when you get out there, bro, don't 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 what? I ain't doing nothing, bro. I ain't joining nothing. I'm already with. I'm already joined with God, bro. Mm-hmm. And I get it that way. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? That's why I appreciate Chance the rapper because he always talking about it in his songs, regardless if he cuts, he letting you know. Him and oh, God yeah. did this. Well, you know you, you feel me? It's like that's why he ain't signed no record label. Because why you need a record label? Him and God look like they're doing a good job right now. Yeah, Three real, Grammys. Real good job with off with of, off yeah, of streaming. Off, and it, it wasn't even an album. It wasn't even an album, right? Point exactly. Point exactly. So it's like I don't. I'm not doing <clears throat> no none of that. None of that. Yeah, a lot of. Uh, I I said to a lot of artists. The one artist said they'll do a. Um, what twenty one did, <clears throat> uh, distribution deal. That's yeah. the only thing I take is a distro, because I pretty much do everything else. I know the engineers, mm-hmm. I know where to go, I know how to get the beats, I know how to get somebody to make the beats. I know, I know songwriters. If I need somebody to write, you know what I'm saying. I'm what I need. If I need some advice, I can hit one of them. Or they gonna either tell me or they gonna tell me to pull up. Mm-hmm. Like so, at the end of the day. That's what I gained out there, so I don't need no label. Mm-hmm. I really don't, and I don't want no label. That's why I could take. So you, so that's you why know. I could take time out like I'm doing and do go go do acting school and see what that do. Because you already know I got that personality, and my mom and them say I miss my calling. So, and that's one of my dreams to work with Tyler Perry. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like, 
And a prophet told her that two years ago. That you would be acting? That, that's my dream, and that's why I didn't die from the heart attack and all of that, because my dream is to work with Tyler Perry, and he's going to give me everything my heart designed. Singing career and all of that. Mm. And life has been turning around, bro. Real, real talk, right? Like life been turning around, so it's like so, since life been turning around, have have anybody reached out to you? Because, like with me, I just all I did was drop a sleep preview of my uh, short film that I'm about to drop, and I already got people. I got a rapper want me to uh, want me to write a script and shoot for his mixtape. I got people wanting me to read their scripts, mm-hmm. want me to uh, want me to shoot for them. My shit hasn't even dropped yet. So That's what's up. Knowing you, do you feel like people uh have people reached out to you since since well I ain't gonna say looking for a handout, but wanting you to Yeah. Oh uh, bro. Help them bro, My inbox gets flooded, bro. Just cause I put up a video that gets shared and it's got a hunt it's got a good K views and stuff like that they be like and they see how people respond oh i remember you you my number one favorite person i hear singing whatever they may put up there people be dropping a mixtape in my inbox they be dropping videos <laughs> how does this sound hey i need you on my demo what does this sound like like bro and i'll be looking like why are y'all sending me this I ain't even nowhere yet. <laughs> I'm just a local person that everybody knows, bro. At the end of the day, I regardless if I when I do make it, I'm still gonna be a local person that everybody knows, bro. Because I'm still gonna be down to earth, humble. At the end of the day, as long as nobody don't try it, I'm still gonna be that same cool, relaxed person. You mm-hmm. feel me? But you know what I'm saying. My circle's so small that I almost cut myself off on some BS. You feel me? Like <laughs> that's how small it is. So it's like. I don't let nobody get in my circle, like, cause when you got a big circle, you don't know who you don't know who gonna creep in. Not many people could creep in a big circle, but when it's so tight that you almost cut yourself off, you know who's in your circle. You feel me? So yeah. it's like, bro, the people that reached out to me, I gotta, you know, what I'm saying I got that my radio, my song getting played on radio, mm-hmm. um, and I got another person um, that hit me up that's putting that same song off that EP on a up up-and-coming new artist mixtape um, from Global Mix Distributions. Uh, what else? That, so that song, Making Noise. Um, what else? Woman that I know paying, want me to sing at her wedding next year. She paying for everything. The hotel, the transportation, the room, everything. All right, she just need me to be there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So people been reaching out to me for a lot of things. Like, it's one woman reached out to me and want me to do at um she do that poetry where they what is it paint and sip and they be painting like a dude or whatever mm-hmm. naked dude but she wanted live music on the side and she supposed to be hitting me back because she want me to do the live music like people hit me up for different stuff like I'm just looking at the other opportunities that may come like when I drop this visual and when it start getting played more because now not only is she playing it. But the Nerve DJs and Big Health who work for, you know, A&R for Def Jam and his brother is Johnny O. Johnny O told me to put the song up on the website, Nerve DJs, and they're going to promote it on there for a couple of weeks. Mm. So not only is it going to be being promoted by Lady Dreadhead, who like my music, because she playing another one of my songs off my old EP, True Colors. But she wanted something new and she like free. And now he going to be promoting on that. Is she in Georgia? Uh-uh. Okay. I think she in Florida. Okay. 
Yeah. And she um she wanna promote it and then he gonna promote it on the website for a few weeks. The same song free. So it's like it's the way I feel like the more I didn't cut off people and the the more I started, you know what I'm saying, being more focused and you know, giving it all to the man up above and you know what I'm saying, just letting him guide me. Mm-hmm. It's been turning out better and opportunities been just falling like out of nowhere and I be looking at it like, Wow, where this come from? Wow, that's, where this come from? That's what um that's what the old head was telling me. Like once you he said, once you really find that path that you where you comfortable and like I say you do have God in your life, he said opportunities just gonna be coming left on the right. Left and I ain't right, gonna flex. Right. When you show give him back where he where he bless you with them ties. I don't know. I don't know when the blessings be coming, but I'm telling you, boy. I don't know. I'm always saying, you pay them ties, you be alright. Ties too, in one way or another. But definitely, if you can, tie to somebody church, please. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Now, I ain't no preacher. <clears throat> I'm a preacher's kid, but I'm just saying. Once you give him back, just that ten percent that he that he allow you to get that hundred percent. Believe me, he give it back to you in many ways when you need it. You wonder why this bill going to get like this and and wonder why they switch it on you real quick. Oh, we can do this and do that. You be wondering. Hey, man. Hey, man, when he see you giving him some appreciation, going to church, just showing him a little an hour or whatever, that's all it means. I mean, because I thought just sitting at the house and when I was out there in Georgia, just sitting at the house and praying and listening to some gospel music. And maybe finding a ministry on YouTube that was already old, nothing live. I thought I was good. No, man. You got to go in that church house eventually. Because he want to see that appreciation. To see your face in the place, man. And I ain't no preacher, but I'm just telling you something real. This come from somebody who had a heart attack. Who pretty much was dead. And then was 30 minutes from death when he got to the hospital. Uh, I know that sounds weird. Who was homeless. You know what I'm saying? Who was... Had people turn their back on him, want to put the gun on him, like, and everything to go to birthing your own daughter on the sidewalk, being on the news, to having a song getting played on the radio, to venturing off to this acting, to being a future businessman and clothing line dropping soon, credit getting right, you know what I'm saying, about to build a house, uh, everything. This comes from a person who was all the way at the bottom. Went all the way, went there all the way on the top, fell all the way to the bottom, climbed up a little bit, fell again, and now climbing and climbing and not falling. So it's like, it's an up and down process. But once I put God back in my life where he's supposed to be and start worrying about stuff and trying to fix it for myself, life going where it need to be. Well, you basically have to answer my next question that I was going to ask. So I'm going to ask this one. If you could, if you had a book, what would be the title of your book? And would it be a bestseller? Yeah, definitely it'll be a bestseller. Even a movie. It's going to be a movie. My life got to be a movie and a book. Okay. So I'm I'm about to start writing it too. You feel me? Like, um, it would be, let me see. Uh, if I had a book, let me think. I hadn't thought of a title of a book, you know what I'm saying, yet. But I guess it would be The Real of Me. 
And what what will be the con? Like, what, why would you pick that? Because I'm gonna give you the real of me. Okay. I'm gonna give you everything that I done been through: the good, the bad, the ugly, the twisted, and all. Like just how I do in my music, just how I do when I meet somebody. Everybody know me, and everybody know I don't. I'm real. I don't. I don't lie. I ain't got no reason to lie. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna keep it honest. And if you always be real with people, that's that's who they appreciate more. Forget what people think about being fake and being somebody that you're not. Imitating somebody that you're not every day, mm-hmm. just to, you know, what I'm saying, just to please some people that don't even really give a damn about you. You feel me? So it's like at the end of the day, once you be you and be you genuinely who you was made to be, people gonna appreciate you. They ain't got no choice. That's true. Either you gonna either you gonna take it or I'm gonna make you take it. And if you don't like me, oh well, somebody else will. And at the end of the day, God like me because He made me. They don't want it. Fuck them. They don't want it. I don't care. So tell the people how they can get in touch with you, man. Hey man, you can hit me up on Facebook at the R and B Stoner. It's D A R N B S T O N E R Nash or Marcus Nash, but preferably the R and B Stoner Nash. Um, I G the R and B Stoner nineteen eighty seven. Um, Snapchat the R and B Stoner. Um, let's see what else. Music on all digital platforms. The latest project out, the birth of MJ Daddy's Girl, is out. You um just put in R and B Stoner or the birth of MJ, and you should see it. It's on Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, title, all that good stuff. YouTube. Then my other project from last year, The Struggles of a Silent Man, is out too. You definitely gotta cop that too, cause it's the two for one. You can't get one without the other. Ain't that what they say on um? One of them shows. <laughs> but, um, yeah, go get that, too. It's on all, Apple, all of that. You know, I ain't going to repeat it because I just said it. And then I got two music videos on YouTube, one Two-Faced and the other one called Self. And that's pretty much it, man. Watch out for me. I'm going to be on the TV screen. Watch out for Loud Life, the new clothing line that should be dropping between this year, sometime next year. Getting the credit right so I can get these loans. Um, and then um, pretty much watch out for the next project. Growing up with MJ, Daddy's Princess. Real R&B on the rise. That was my guy, the R&B stoner. You know this your boy Jigsaw. You can catch us every Wednesday. New guests, new content. Spotify, Google Podcasts, all, a lot of podcast platforms. But if you can, if you have not, download that Anchor app and check out Jigsaw Company, bought to you by Puzzle Entertainment, sponsored by Photos by Holly Rock. This your boy Jigsaw Blue. And we'll be dropping that freak on there so y'all can listen to it. Okay. You heard what that man said? Go play that freak. Right Get Foxy 99 to play it with they sorry asses. <laughs> Anybody that hear that, I'm a real 260. I've been trying to get them to put my music on here since last year when I dropped the last project. But, you know, I drop names. I don't care. G-Money and them boys do not want to play my music. But when I make it, then they're going to be wanting to, oh, I've been rocking with you. No, you ain't. Don't lie. Mm-mm, close your mouth. Mm-mm. Better hush up or I'll pop your lips. You're lying. <laughs>
Don't lie. You ain't been rocking with the stoner. Uh, All them competitions I done. So please get them to play Freak by the R&B stoner. Tell them what's, what took them so long. I've been waiting. They owe me some back pay. That's the R&B stoner. I'm Jigsaw Blue and we out, man. Later. Yo, this your boy Jigsaw Blue. And you know, this part of the podcast, you know, we let the artists showcase their talent uh, with a single or if they want to freestyle or whatnot. So uh, he wanted to drop his, he wanted to uh, show, he wanted to put out his single. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, his single is off his latest EP, The Birth of MJ, called Freak. <clears throat> Excuse me. So give it a listen. Hit him up on IG at the RB Stoner1987. His uh name is in the description box. So get at him. Uh show him your love and support. Uh you know this Jigsaw Company we drop every Wednesday on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and especially, especially on the Anchor app. Download that Anchor app and Give Jigsaw Company a listen. If you at work or you riding on your bike, just just to show your uh, love and appreciation. Anybody that support, anybody that listens, I appreciate. I appreciate. I appreciate you. Uh, new, <clears throat> excuse me, new content coming, and I'm just looking forward to uh, things that's coming in the future. So get at the R&B Stoner on IG. You can get at me at IG. Jigsaw Blue Two Six, the Jigsaw with two G's. Uh, that's on all media platforms. Uh, social media. I mean, excuse me, Snap, Facebook, uh, IG, my Gmail. Get at me, Jigsaw Blue Two Six. If you want to get in touch with me, it's your boy Jigsaw Blue. I'm out.
body insane Yo, mind going crazy Yo, body be shake Girl, you know that I'm giving you these strokes that you take Girl, you know I ain't playing Girl, you know I'm just your man Girl, I'm sweating all this pain Girl, I ain't playing no games Girl, I came to blow your brain Girl, I want you to scream my name Girl, you heard what I say Girl, let's get to the games, oh Struggles in the street. You know I give you all this deep. You know I'm always down to pay. I know you just my little freak. Just my little friend